0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Self Podcast, where we talk all things happiness from both a professional and a personal point of view. I'm Tracy Fox, an NYU certified life coach. I've done that for over 20 years, and I've written four books on happiness. You can find out more about me at my website, TracyFox.net. But today we're talking meditation and mindfulness with Jackie Frederick Berner, Jackie received her meditation teaching training in the Shambhala Buddhist tradition. That tradition combines a contemporary secular approach with the philosophies of Tibetan Buddhism. Jackie offers individuals and organizations instructions that is accessible, clear cut, and applicable to everyday life and work. And that's certainly what we all need. Her teaching is inspired by the neuroscience behind the mind-body connection and the clarity and meaning that mindfulness can bring into every aspect of a person's life. All right, so we're super excited today to talk to you, Jackie, because I do believe that meditation has been on the hearts and minds of so many people. So can we start this interview with you really explaining what meditation is?
1: Yes, Tracy. And I agree with you. I mean, um, I think there's never been a better time to start meditating. Um, And the practice of meditation is a way to train our attention and our awareness. So it's, it's a formal practice. It's kind of like an exercise. When we sit in meditation, we settle our mind in the present moment in the here and now. And we, we can rely on our breath to keep us in the present moment. We kind of use it as an anchor. Um, we follow it in and out. And then when our thoughts take us away from our breath, from the present moment, and they will take us away because the human mind is meant to think. So when our thoughts take us away, we just notice, oh, I've been thinking. And we follow our breath back into our bodies which takes us back into the present moment. So that is, that is meditation.
0: Wow, I love that. Okay, and I think people are confused between meditation and mindfulness. Can you tell us the difference?
1: Yes, um, and that is, you know, that, I, I get how that trips people up. So think of it this way. Mindfulness is a mind state. And we all have moments of mindfulness throughout our day when we're just in the moment, right? We're deeply aware of what's happening. We're there. There's no commentary about it in our head. Um, Like, you know, like when we take that first lick of an ice cream cone, we're there. We feel the cold on our tongue. You know, our taste buds explode with that flavor. You know, eventually we might start thinking, oh, my God, I shouldn't be eating ice cream. Well, that thought has taken us away from mindfulness. But when we're when we just allow ourselves to
0: immerse ourselves in the moment, um, we're being mindful. Wow. Okay. so I love that. And I have to imagine that the practice of meditation um, and, you know, coming back to mindfulness daily has got to benefit our well-being. Exactly.
1: Exactly. You know, we practice meditation um, so we can have more moments of mindfulness in our lives.
0: Okay. So for those of us out there who, you know, think it's a great idea, um, we know our friends are trying it. We've heard about it, but we don't even know how to get started because we're thinking, look, it sounds great, but I got a busy life. And especially now with COVID, I've got kids in the house. I've got to get to the grocery store or or I run a huge company and I'm an executive or, you know, I'm a famous athlete, whoever we are, that's listening. How are we going to find the time to do this?
1: Yeah. And the amazing thing and the great thing about meditation um, you know, research has shown that it really only takes a small amount of time um, to to, um, you know, realize the benefits of meditation. Um, I think there was one study done that said, you know, just um, eight or 10 minutes of meditation a day is enough to, you know, reduce stress and um, increase happiness. So, you know, There are ways to, you know, just maybe carve out some time during your day to do that. And also you can break those 10 minutes up. You know, if you like find three minutes here and, and you know, five more minutes there, it's all cumulative. It all, you know, it all works. Um, And there are other ways too. I mean, there are so many um, apps available now. Uh, and so it really makes it easy just to maybe plug in for a few minutes during your day and go through a guided meditation. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty convenient. You can, you know,
0: you can find, um, resources very readily. So I do know a lot of people say, you know, I, I've started, I tried it, but at the minute I get going, my mind does race. And I have heard people say, You know, just bring it back to your breath. But for those people who feel like they just keep going back to their to-do list and then they want to give up because it just feels too hard, what advice do you have for them? Well, first, I want to reassure
1: them that they're not alone. Every single person who meditates feels that way. You know, and there's this common misconception about meditating that the goal is to stop our thoughts you know, that we're going to empty our minds of all our troubles and our to-do lists and our distractions. And like, we're going to find nirvana, some magically blissful state, you know, of never ending peace and joy. But the truth is, it's impossible to stop our thoughts. You know, we'll have moments of presence during meditation. um, And but those moments come in between our thoughts our thoughts don't ever go away completely, um, and those moments can vary in length. You know, depending upon how busy your mind is on any given day. It's not like we we can flip a switch to off, you know, and shut off our thoughts at will. There's this great um, quote by Deepak Chopra that I love, um, and he says meditation is not a way of making your mind quiet. It's a way of entering into the quiet that is already there buried under the 50,000 thoughts the average person thinks every day. So that's a lot of thoughts. It's a given that they're going to be thoughts. And the idea isn't to stop them. It's just to notice that you've been having them and then return to the breath. And sometimes You know, I can have a meditation session um, where I'm just, I feel like all I'm doing is coming back from my thoughts, but that actually is a great thing because when we notice that we're thinking and we return again, that's how we build our mindfulness muscle. Returning from the thought is kind of like a bicep curl. So that's the practice of it. That's the exercise
0: the returning from the thought and then, you know, Oh, so go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say, so again, love that explanation. So returning from the thought, that's all about coming back to the present moment. Is that the idea? That's the idea. And
1: that's the practice of meditation.
0: And then make the connection for all of us. So you return to the present moment and why is that a good thing?
1: When we're in the present moment, um, we are just experiencing what's happening we are in a state of um openness and curiosity and you know that voice that we all have in our heads that inner critic is quiet Um, and we're able to just relax into our true self you know into um you know in buddhism Uh, there's this, um, this premise that inside of all of us is basic goodness. And it's our thoughts and all those distractions that take us away from our basic goodness, from that feeling of balance and peace and stability. So when we can, in meditation, come back to that place, we are um, kind of like fortifying our resilience and fortifying this concept of ourselves as being grounded and um, you know, able to keep our ground no matter what comes our way. You know? And life is hard, right? We get a lot of things thrown at us on a daily basis. And so much of it is beyond our control. So when we can get back to that place inside us where we feel balanced, no matter what's going on, that's not to say that we have to be happy about what's happening, but when we can, um, you know, just be with it, uh, I think, you know, it makes us happier and, more settled and feel more connected to
0: our lives. Well, I agree. I mean, I think one of the tricks of life, and I talk about it all the time in coaching, is being okay with things when they're not okay. That is the key to life. Like being okay with things when they're great, but also being okay with things when they're not okay because you retain the power. And one of the ways to retain your power clearly is through meditation.
1: Yeah, I really do believe that.
0: And one of the most profound examples I remember seeing was when 60 Minutes did an interview when they went into prisons and really worked with hardened criminals and they taught them meditation and they came back from that experience of just being You know, it was really profound, the absolute transformation of these men who were in these prisons after they had tried like six months of meditation. So that's a very obvious example. But do you have like an example of someone you've taught or your own life of how meditation made a profound impact on your life or one of your clients lives?
1: Yeah. You know, I, I will speak, um, for myself. I feel that meditation has really helped me to, um, to, instead of reacting to situations, to respond to situations. Um, Mm. and, you know, I'll just bring it, you know, close to home is I feel like it's really helped me in my relationships. Um, and especially in my relationships with, my children, um, because, you know, like, we only want the best for our kids, right? So we kind of get triggered when they bring things to us. And, you know, um, and, and things are, you know, not going well for them. So it's helped me in my relationship with my kids, to, to, to just listen to what they're telling me. And instead of like, you know, immediately saying, well, you should do this or you should do that, offering them advice, it's helped me to instead of react, to respond. And I think, you know, it helps both, you know, the person who's listening and the person who's talking because it gives both parties room to have their own feelings and their own, um, you know, their own way of of, of responding to something, of of um, experiencing life.
0: Yeah, that's powerful too. Because anytime we can give something more space and more time, it it is a beneficial thing. And of course, we live in a culture and in a society where it's all about racing to the next thing. Nobody has time. Nobody's available. we're we're just caught up in this very fast paced and especially with social media. Now everything is fast, fast, fast. And I love the concept that meditation just slows it all down. Not only when you're doing the practice of meditation, but then the benefit of it entering into the rest of your life. Like you said, where if you can go from reacting to responding, that changes everything.
1: It really does. Um, You know, and I think the other benefit that I see that I've seen in myself and that I see in other people is that by creating that space that you talked about, um, you're really giving yourself the space to get to know yourself. I mean, I'm finding now, and it has to do with the reacting, you know, the responding versus the reacting. um, But I'm finding now that When I get triggered by something, instead of like immediately, you know, I don't know, going to the bad place or or having this, you know, crazy reaction, I now notice that I've been triggered and I I say to myself, oh, I'm angry about that. You know, that's really triggering me. And when you um, can kind of step back from your emotions the charge kind of loosens a little bit. um, And you're able to, you know, maybe look at it in a different way and also have compassion for yourself. Um, You know, yeah, I'm angry. I'm angry about that. I'm not feeling good about that. You know, and it's okay for me to feel that way.
0: Yeah. And that's a huge benefit for so many people, too, because as you said, the inner critic is on high alert for so many people and it's a constant. So any moment you're right that you can notice and then again, that helps you manage what's going on versus that thing managing you, which again I talk about all the time in coaching. So let's go to because I think we were talking about, you know, we know some of the benefits, but let's talk about the mind body connection and how meditation is so important in that realm as well.
1: Yeah. So, you know, when we practice meditation on a physiological level, we're shifting our nervous system to a a more relaxed state. So instead of being in flight, fight, freeze mode, um, you know, whether it's overt or just subtle, we move to rest and digest mode. And when we're in that mode, you know, our heart rate slows down, our stress chemicals diminish, our blood pressure goes down. And research shows that these effects are cumulative over time and that neurologically, so here's the mind-body connection, um, they, it promotes positive changes in the brain. You know, Neuroscience tells us that our brains are molded and shaped by experience. And meditating, um, they have done studies, actually shrinks the part of the brain Responsible for anxiety and stress, and increases the parts of the brain that are responsible for memory um, and emotional regulation, and you know, focus um, and decision making, executive function. Um, And also, you know, all of this dovetails on our emotional health. You know, studies have found that. the benefits that you know we derive from meditation physiologically and neurologically can enhance self-awareness, um, reduce symptoms of depression, and also you know generate kindness and gratitude and empathy and compassion for others and also for ourselves.
0: And I listened to an interview the other day, and there was a, I think he was like a 24-year-old gentleman, and he was saying he had been depressed all through middle school, all through high school. His parents had sent him to every therapist. He had tried every medication. And then he had discovered in the last year, meditation. And after about six months, he's like, my depression is gone. um, And I, I, I know it's gone. And I really feel like I have a tool going forward the rest of my life. And it was such a profound interview and you knew it was so true for him. yeah. And so I could see how meditation, really everything you're talking about, it's such a clear pathway to so many benefits and good things for our mind and our body. Agree. Yeah. Okay. So the, for the person out there that's listening, like, okay, that sounds great, but how do I even start? If they don't want to try an app and they're just at home, how would they even start?
1: You know, and the, the thing about meditation is it's, it's in concept, it's so simple to do. So all they need is a place to sit. It could be on a chair. It could be, you know, on a couch. It could be on a cushion on the floor. You know, they can even lie down. Um, And there are just three simple steps to meditation. Number one, you take your seat. You get comfortable. After you settle in, you become aware of your breath. Um, So you just notice your breath. You're not trying to change your breath in any way. You're just kind of following it. And you use your breath as an anchor. When you're with your breath, you're, with, you're in the present moment. And then when you find yourself thinking, you know, when all of a sudden you realize, hey, I'm not with my breath anymore. You know, I'm thinking about this meeting that I have to prepare for. Or I'm thinking about what am I going to make for dinner? You, you can say to yourself, ah, thinking without judgment, without beating yourself up for thinking, because that's the human condition we all think. And then you come back to your breath. And you'll do this over and over again. Mm. And um, I I recommend when you're just starting out um, to take it in steps. Maybe, you know, you start out sitting for just one minute. Um, and as you get more comfortable, you know, you increase it to two minutes. And I, 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 from my own experience, my husband, who um, kind of would be the last person that I, I think would ever meditate, he, he started that way. And he has, um, he has now um, been able to sit, he, he sits for 10 minutes a day. Um in the mornings, and he feels like it just goes by in a flash.
0: Hmm. love that. I love an easy step process. All right, and you know this is called the Happy Self podcast, and I'd like to ask our guest what is your definition of a happy self so
1: um, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna tie it in with meditation because I feel like meditation is kind of helped me reclaim my happy self. Um, And it's had such a deep effect on my own life. You know, the first time I sat down to meditate, I felt this instant sense of belonging to myself and the world. You know, the simple act of quieting my mind and letting in the sounds around me and feeling my body grounded. It just was such a nourishing and connected moment. And it also had this feeling of familiarity to it. You know, it had like tinges of being a child again, you know, and being able to experience unbridled joy, you know, and the felt sense of just completely relaxing into the moment. Um, And I had this aha moment. I was like, oh yeah, this is what I've been trying to reclaim in my life. You know, so for me, happy self means being able to tap into those core feelings of, you know,
0: belonging and connection. Wow. I love that. And I love that about belonging because ultimately that's what every human being wants. We want to belong. That's really powerful. All right. Thank you so much for explaining that and making the connection for us. And this has been a really fascinating interview. And if people want to find out more about you and contact you directly, how do they do that, Jackie?
1: Yes, Tracy. Um, So they can go to my website. Um, It's JackieFrederickBurner.com. And uh, there's a hyphen in between Frederick and Berner. So it's jackiefrederick hyphen dot com, And um, you can find more information on me, on
0: meditation, and there's a way to get in touch with me there. All right. Perfect. Well, it's been my absolute pleasure speaking with you and we thank you for your time and we'll invite you back another another session. I would love to. Thank you so much, Tracy. All right. Take it easy.